0: All right, Robbie. Uh, First off, for all of our listeners that don't exist yet, this is Mackenzie, and I've got my husband and co-host for right now, Robbie, on the the phone, on the podcast recorder. All right, so here's the deal, guys. This entire past, like, hour-long discussion that we've just introduced you into halfway through... Has all been started on this idea of us to try or me specifically, trying to make a podcast. And we've battled with this idea for quite some time. I thought about it for quite some time. That's our dog in the background. Um, I thought about it for quite some time and, and been dabbling with it. And I couldn't decide if I should do it or not. And I, everyone's like, oh, you should have a podcast. And I'm like, man, somebody would listen to this. So here we are. Attempting to actually make one years and years later. Now that everyone and their moms got a podcast or a Facebook Live or a Twitter, wait a no, what's the new one now? Um, TikTok. 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 So we're not any different than the rest of the people making one right now, except for the fact that I'm recording the process of me going back and forth on this. So we just got done going over a weird concept of not posting a podcast because this person on an anger podcast was saying how basically if you don't find a niche then no one's going to listen to you and he said he related it to a personal online uh, diary more than anything else or like a journal so I was like well then shit why do I even why do I bother if no one's going to listen to it
1: yeah but then, you know, that's where I had to break it down. And, you know, thinking of a social content creator's perspective, if you don't choose a niche, uh, branding wise, it can become very difficult to market yourself or secure your target audience. It, you know, all, all those key buzzwords that, that you want to say. Uh, I basically would say throw all that out the window, you know, just like Gary Vee, don't be scared. Don't be so caught up in the technicalities of things and, and the nitty-gritty. Just start hosting stuff, putting, putting yourself out there. Just go for it. And, yeah, just basically just test the waters. I mean, if it grabs, great. If not, move on. You know, you just keep going. Um, so, basically, that's where we're at is...
0: Well, no, then the conversation from there went to a... There's nothing that... I don't know why I thought of this, but I, I thought of you know if anyone asked me to be on their podcast right now I would 100% say yes even if it was Joe Schmo down the street that was like Mackenzie we call my podcast and talk about cars I'd be like sure why not because there's some chance somewhere that someone maybe his cousin or somebody might listen to it and hear me talking about it and be like man like if she's talking about it, I can talk about it or whatever. They might it might change something for somebody somewhere. And because of that, I went on to say a very bold statement of that there is absolutely nothing that I nothing, nothing that I've thought, said, done that I would ever not share on a podcast with someone if, if I was asked.
1: Yeah. So then the topics of embarrassing moments came up.
0: Yeah, because I I said literally, like, I can't think of a single thing in my mind that I wouldn't share if it meant somebody would be helped out with it or something or not feel alone or whatever. So I I went to, um, man, I peed my pants in, in sixth or seventh grade, somewhere in like middle school, right? And I was like, man, I would totally go through and tell that entire story and what happened and how I felt and everything if it meant somebody, you know, would feel better about doing that. And then Robbie chimed in with his story.
1: Yeah. And that he probably doesn't you know, want to share. <laughs> this is well, it's relatable and, and hopefully someone on the other side of the world can can gain some courage from it. But, you know, embarrassing moments like you know, I, I crapped my pants in, in high school on the morning school bus on the way to school. Uh you know it was just it was just a bad day and uh it happens though yeah we're human we have bodily functions and sometimes it's bad timing uh (laughs) and so I waited when we pulled up to the school on the bus I waited for everyone to get off the bus and then I got up and acted like a ninja special ops (laughs) person trying to get Around and sneak around, so I wasn't seen. I <laughs>
0: wasn't seen. Uh, that's. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's yeah. the same. I. I literally was doing the same same thing. You know, I peed my pants. All of a sudden, I've just disappeared from all my classes, and I'm in the office trying to get into someone's gym locker to get some spare clothes and not have to call my parents. And, but that's. But it happened. Like.
1: But the whole point of this is that you know we we shouldn't be scared to put something up there because the best case scenario, and who knows maybe even the worst case scenario, at least someone somewhere might gain some sort of value from it or take something away that, that they didn't before they hurt. So
0: It's one of the main reasons why honesty and being truthful is so ridiculously important to me. Like, just, there's no need to ever hide anything.
1: Yeah, because if you're not authentic and true to yourself, you're not doing anyone any favors. Uh, more, you know most importantly yourself but uh, you know marginally uh, other people that might be listening to you you know sometimes people take things and run with them so if you're being fake and you say something or have an opinion you know say some sort of uh, superficial opinion about something then you may actually you know inspire someone to think the same way when in fact you would did not intend to have that kind of effect so sure that's right so yeah it's just important to be authentic you know and, and be true don't be ashamed don't be embarrassed you know you are at this point today a culmination of all of your past experiences and, and events so you would not be the same person you are today right now without any of those past experiences good or bad ever happening so be proud of them own own them
0: you know that's another, I just thought about this too as you are talking about it, that you and I sitting in our living room, you know, for me being with my fuzzy blanket and everything, my comfy pillows and my little fairy lights and plants, you know, we do create a very safe and sharing, I guess, atmosphere though of honesty. So that could also be another reason why, you know, sitting here safe in my room with all my blankies and on a podcast where I'm not looking at anyone, you know, I'm not looking in their eyes, no one's actually asking me this, I'm not in front of a crowd of people. So that could be another reason why, you know, you're so willing to share.
1: You know, that could be a whole aspect of your podcast, uh, you know, call it Mackenzie's Couch. We get this and, couch. You know, invite people here to sit on the couch. Yeah. You know, this
0: is you're. I mean, you're right because this is a very like safe space.
1: Yeah. Like, you know. I mean, no one wants to go to a studio or some sort of professional recording, you know, because they can kind of that can work work their nerves up. Oh know, yeah. And, I
0: mean, um, if somebody like I'm saying, I guess that my point there then was probably more of. If anybody asked me to be on their podcast tomorrow, like in the house, whatever, I'd probably, yeah, and, yeah. and say and share whatever. But I'm saying it might be way more terrifying if you were, like, you know, in an auditorium right. and someone's asking you these questions and it's like, meh, i would never peed my pants, exactly. like, you know, versus like being on a podcast. So, yeah,
1: before, before podcasts were a thing, all you had was seminars and, you know, large group events where you know it was a speaker and an audience focused on what that speaker was saying whereas now you know with the flexibility and freedom of the internet and uh, and, and recording and technology anyone can have their own channel and podcast and voice and everyone can be heard and,
0: and everyone talks back now
1: yeah but it's it's good because you know yeah so many more people now that 20 years ago would never have stood a chance or you know had the opportunity to share you know what they had to say can now have the opportunity to be heard and and so it's that sharing that uh community um culture that will i think propel us forward even faster into basically developing and, and evolving so I, I think nothing but good Will come of it. I mean, it, it, either nothing or good, you know.
0: Yeah, that I like that better. Either nothing or good. Yeah. So because we, what we, we, we got go to nowhere. This? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because so, it could be amazing.
1: So either some people won't like what they hear and just shut it off, hopefully, instead of trying to send out hate mail. That's true. <laughs> uh, or, or keep listening and they like it and gain some value from it, you know. So.
0: So why not share all your stuff?
1: Yeah, just put it out there. I mean, who knows? Maybe 20 years down the road, someone digs it up and finds it, and or, or you know, has some sort to of it. value later. And yeah, it's like, man, who is this random person? So, you never know.
0: Now, all that being said, though, I also know you, and I know that sharing is not your strong suit.
1: It's not. And I'm, I'm, fairly new to this whole social, you know, sharing concept, uh, with us just having started Adams and Auras, you know, and having to get used to the the social media stuff with Instagram and Facebook, you know, all that stuff, um, you know, before all this, yeah, I definitely see the value of it with business, but before all this, I I refused to have my own personal accounts, just... Ever since, really, MySpace. Uh, ever since Ugh, then, uh, I I had an account. I started one, and then almost immediately, like a week or two weeks in, uh, I just saw how much it was distracting and, and taking away the value of my, you know, in person um, experiences with my friends. You know, back then, and I, you know, they were just. I could see, it it was almost like I put future goggles on um, because I could, I I just got like a vision of how it was going to be 10, 15, 20 years down the road. I was like, man, this is really going to just suck the life force out of, you Um, know, in-person interactions because everyone's just going to start living uh, on the internet or virtually or, you know, whatever. And, you know, I mean, yeah, you look at us today, we definitely have... Embraced it so much more we've come a long way with all the social media and And uh and technology ways of sharing content and all that But you know honestly it it hasn't Completely destroyed civilization like I thought it was going to Uh, so that's good. So
0: you had a vision of all that after two weeks of being on social media. Are you kidding me? Totally.
1: I I definitely thought
0: I don't buy that shit
1: I don't know, I, I just, I had a friend that, you know, because whenever, uh, one of my other friends, uh, Eric got a, uh, MySpace account, you know, after, after like a night of hanging out, you know, if it was like a, a sleepover or whatever, first thing in the morning, he's, he's up checking, checking his MySpace really or doing some updates. I'm like, uh, okay, is this really, what has this come to? This, this is what we do now. So it's just like, you know, it takes away Yeah, the value I guess of the in person stuff.
0: Well I guess so I guess it's a difference between you and me is because well, we have a slight age difference. Um it's four years, right? four
2: years? Yeah, four and a half.
0: Okay, four and a half. So I think that's the other thing though too is when you when you were in in that stage, whatever, and that was like really the dawn dawn of that kind of social media. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it went from the messaging, whatever, AOL thing, which I barely had. I think I might have had it for, like, I don't know. I feel like the last, the last week it was popular or something. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have it very, very long. Um, and I went straight. I mean, I guess we went to MySpace a little, but, but MySpace, it was, MySpace was at the end. So when I went in it, everyone had already had a Facebook for over a year, mm-hmm. like, that I knew before I got Facebook. So when I went in all my friends were already in it. I guess I was kind of like the last person to ever, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, they were all in it. They'd had it for a year. But I was, like, under strict rules with my parents that I was not allowed to have a Facebook, like, under any circumstances kind of thing. And then I eventually got one, like, a year or two into its popularity. So I was already used to, like every, like, everyone that I was hanging out with, like, would... Post something, whatever. Afterwards, like yeah. it's kind of already pretty normal. Yeah. When yeah. I was that age. And
1: I had a Facebook at one point too, just to try it out, and it deleted it after, yeah, you know, after the the fifth or sixth time that someone, you know, made the remark like, oh, what, well, why, did you see my post? Why didn't you like it? And, you know, friend me, friend me on, you know, whatever. I'm like, I just shut up. We are friends. I don't need some sort of internet gratification to to make it real like uh, uh, I just I don't no know.
0: no for me for for probably most girls um my age it was because of a boy that i ended up on facebook <laughs> <laughs> like there was a d- but you're a guy like that's never your freaking first priority is to check up on a girl or something like for girls it's always like their first priority to see who's hanging out with who and whatever whereas in guys it's like it was like let's go meet outside or play video games or whatever yeah. So for me, like, you got it for some dude or something to be in before he was hanging out with other girls on your Facebook and you wouldn't even know it kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, for our listeners, um, we recently created a video actually on uh, Inside Look of Theta Healing into the fear of social media exposure. Um, do you think your experience that you had in middle school uh, with the cyber bullying do you think that hit had anything to do with your take or your opinion of the social media and maybe share the the brief summary yeah. of that experience yeah. With the listeners so since you were willing to share all
0: <laughs> yeah I mean I didn't years over year being a freaking professional and shit on this podcasting already like introducing and setting things up when like I just realized that you know that most people do like takes for that like they'll they just tell, like, talk, whatever, do their story, and then they'll cut. And then they'll cut in, like, a... And for those who don't know this, or, like, cut in the explanations, and you're just over here fucking... Thinking of them on the spot. And setting them up. I'm just... I'm very proud of you right now. It's a very proud moment. Um, damn. Anyways, Robbie can go between any thoughts, back and forth, super fast. But, like you were saying, for those of you, um, if you had seen the Theta thing, most likely you hadn't, because there's probably no one listening yet, Um, but we did a, yeah, Theta share into, like, a Theta healing session on social media and, um, exposure and cyberbullying, and the brief history on that that he's talking about is I was cyberbullied, um, I guess. Back then, it wasn't called thing. It was just, like, people were being mean. Um, but I think I was in 7th or 8th grade when it happened, and, um, it was before, Facebook before MySpace, um, it was a, an Xanga, I guess, which I, I honestly, Exanga page, which yeah. I don't even really know what that is. Um, and I never saw one again after that. I don't even know how I found it. I think I actually got a phone call from a friend and told to go look at this page or something, so I didn't even know it was there. Um, but it was just basically an I Hate Mackenzie Exanga page done by a group of girls um, in my grade level. That I had thought were friends. Um, So your question on like, does that have to do with my take on things? Probably 100%. Um, It's a very, very high possibility since I did not know what social media was. And yet I was, my name was already on it. Um, You know, I guess my name was already on it or I was already on it without even knowing that it existed. So yeah, right then I probably was like, it's stupid, it's, not, it's for bad people, like it's pointless kind of thing. And I've just kind of stayed away from it and stayed off of it. And I've always had a, a, a willingness or a want to go against the grain, um, you know, that was instilled by my parents and everything. And dad would say it all the time, oh, if everyone else is doing this and don't do that, be cool, than that, don't do that, like who cares, you know. Uh, So I guess I get it from him, but that once everyone started flocking toward that kind of stuff, then I definitely did not want to be a part of it because I didn't want to be like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I think honestly, if we're getting any kind of deepness at all, like I, I think that that has to do with a need internally to be so different to stick out, like I needed to stick out, I needed to feel different than everyone else, which caused me to, to do those things and, and turn away from it.
1: So what do you think the takeaway was? Well, I'm, I'm sure you know what it was, but uh, what what's the best way you can describe the takeaway from that Theta Healing session on healing that fear of social media exposure, and maybe hopefully some of our first listeners here can can take some value from that.
0: From the Theta Healing Session? Um, the biggest takeaway from that was...
1: Well, and then doesn't even have to relate solely to the Theta Healing Session, but just the, the takeaway on, you know, not, not being fearful of putting themselves out there.
0: Well, yeah, so that was the, basically the summary of the Theta Healing Session was to get over the fear of, of letting yourself, um, the exposure uh, exposure, being exposed on social media and uh, I think it basically just came down to uh, what's the worst thing that could happen you know just a basic you know what's the worst thing that could happen scenario Mm -hmm. and uh, and what do you envision your life you know in five years I think the key there too is like you know what's the worst that could happen well everyone jumps to like die you know, like, you could die. Alright, that's the worst thing that could happen. I could be, I can die. <laughs> it's like, alright, yeah, that's pretty bad. You can't come back from that one. But, uh... Yeah, but, but
1: we're talking about some... Just, yeah. It, just your run-of-the-mill, you know, cyber-bully type of, like, hate mail. Yeah, or, so, like, so just a, a normal,
0: a normal thing. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Okay, well, people don't like you. Alright, well, people don't like you, what's the worst that can happen from that? Well... You know, you, you'll be lonely. I think was the other thing that I went through from there. You'd be lonely, and people wouldn't like you.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen about that? Well, I don't freaking know. Like, I might not have friends. You know what I mean? Like, it goes, goes there. But, but if it all comes back to, but did you survive, or would you survive the worst thing that could happen? And the answer is going to be yes.
1: Yeah. I just. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think that we should let that fear overcome us you know it it, it's just basically what what other people say or think about us really does not matter when it when it comes down to it
0: now that being said like that it hurt like don't get me wrong there are things that can be said that hurt
1: (laughs) I'm I'm not saying it didn't hurt or doesn't hurt or won't hurt yeah but it's important to remember that through that you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Because whatever other people think or say about you, it it's not the reality of who you really are. It's not your truth. It's not your truth, exactly. Yeah, it's not so, You know, just be yourself and don't be afraid to be yourself. And, you know, if people disagree, that's fine. Let them disagree. But, it, you know, you don't want to let it... Overcome or impede on your reality, uh, you, you your perception of yourself. And again, I know this is a lot easier said than done. Yeah. Um, and it does take practice for some. For, for um,
0: some, A.K.A. Uh, me, for sure.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure the majority of people. Um,
0: you you happen to be. Unless they're it.
1: just Dexter, you know. <laughs> Dexter. <laughs> if they're a Dexter-like personality, then <laughs> then they can probably just ignore it and let it roll off their shoulders. But. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I think there's a lot to that and that can probably break out into its own podcast uh, there uh, on its own merit. But, you know, I think it's just real relevant these days with social media at its highest use, especially with the recent quarantine that's that's taken place due to COVID-19. That, you know, everyone or, you know, a lot of people have resorted to social media as an outlet to, um, interact with people. And if they've gotten sick of the people that they're quarantined with, and they need some <laughs> interaction with other stranger people. And so, yeah, I mean, people open themselves up to that criticism, um, good and bad. So, and, and it's funny how you can get 99 praises but then that one negative comment oh it completely shifts. completely outweighs all the good it's just it's crazy it Um, could be
0: like and your shirt was backwards and you're like no
1: yeah like (laughs) so it's it's just like you know just don't don't let it get to you i mean
0: yeah but it's hard
1: it, it is very hard it can be hard but
0: i used to be like the queen of not letting things get to me and i still i mean yeah it's it's not as easy as it sounds
3: yeah
1: well anyway well i I think uh i think we just had a pretty good first round here what do you think
0: (laughs) oh of course wait are you going into the wrap-up right now is that what you're doing (laughs) are you like setting up the wrap-up
1: maybe i'm trying
0: (laughs) (laughs) i like that it was that was nice you were setting up the wrap-up getting ready to close it off there See, you're already like I said, you're already on it. Like, and then of course I come along to just like smash it because this is the reality of how my brain is working. I'm like, man, he's just, he's just on it, just getting it there. I'm like already planning on having like cut-ins and like whoop de doo sounds or something.
1: Well, I think a lot of that is the basis of our relationship. Uh, <laughs> I like the analogy of uh, a jigsaw puzzle. Mackenzie um, Hen- here. You know, there's a nice methodical way that normal people are supposed to put puzzles together. That's, you know, you open the box, lay the pieces out, sort them out by color, the sides, you start putting out the border first. Uh, No, Mackenzie just grabs the box and throws the entire box up in the air. And here I come running in the room to catch all the puzzle pieces as they're falling to the ground. And that's our relationship. That's how we handle pretty much all of our issues and things in life uh okay but
0: look where pieces, we are
1: puzzle pieces up and i uh scrambled to put them together
0: so, okay but like but i'm not saying it's
1: bad it's, that
0: being said though if you look at where we are right now okay in the life that we live we are pretty phenomenally blessed to be where we are
1: oh 100 uh, uh, uh yeah I, I wouldn't want to take anything away from that we uh We definitely are grateful to be where we are and surrounded by uh, beautiful, lovely people that that love and care uh, for, you know, themselves and and others around them. Uh, Just a a wonderful circle of friends. uh, God, he's
0: talking to you guys like you're all here right now. This is crazy. You're good, man. Keep going. This is great.
1: (laughs) Um, They're not going to listen to this. (laughs)
0: I just love how you're like but to me that would be so hard like what you're doing right now mentally you're gutting between like trying to have like a normal interaction with me but then also trying to think of like the productivity of what's going to be heard on the other side which i think is so awesome but i also feel like that's a lot of work that you're doing that in your head right now
1: yeah i mean uh, i don't know where that's coming from this is my first podcast
0: yeah i know
1: like ever same so I don't, same I don't, I don't know
0: but you're like naturally going back and forth but see to me and i'm not saying this in a mean way but like do, like do you think that that inhibits your authenticity
1: no really no
0: you don't because i i think that it would like for me i'm actually sitting here as i'm talking to you right now i am Actively trying my hardest to not think about the fact that someone no, cause, is recording you know or how podcasting I'm, how it.
1: I'm doing this, I guess. That, that just, now that you just made me stop and think, and about, think it, about it, it's I'm imagining that the listeners are here in the room with us, and like we're having a group discussion. Oh. So
3: that's
1: how, So it's like I'll turn to you and talk with you, but then I turn and look at the other couch. And
0: like, so you're assuming we got people, like, listening. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's an interesting way of thinking about it. Yeah. Which is why you're okay, like, repeating stories that you and I already know.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Because you're assuming that we got someone there who doesn't know the story. Right.
1: Just imagine a stranger in your house. <laughs> a, safe, <laughs> a safe stranger. <laughs> year, chatting, stranger Learning yeah. about our life story. Yeah. See,
0: that's that is so freaking cool that your brain does that. That is genius. I like that would weird me out. Like that ruins my authenticity. Cause then I'm I think about my true like self whenever I'm here talking to you. Like what are me and Robbie gonna talk about? Yeah. And like if I put a stranger there, now it's not well, what are me and Robbie gonna talk about. It's what are me and Robbie gonna talk about in front of the stranger. Yeah. You know?
1: That's compartmentalization, baby.
0: Yeah. See, like, for me, I'm like, that, I can't, like, that would ruin my outfit. I'd be worried about, about how they would interact, whatever. It's just, I'd be worried about them. Are they comfortable? they need a glass of water?
1: I guess it makes sense, because I can totally be at a party and just be zoned into one person and completely ignore everyone else around me.
0: Mm, yeah, I cannot. Yeah. I cannot. I'm constantly listening to everything around me. Yeah. Interesting. So that's like a key fundamental into how you and I's brains are different.
1: Yeah. So there you have it. We just discovered that on this podcast. (laughs) That was not scripted.
0: None of it's scripted. That's the point. Yeah. Robbie, if you handed me a script right now, I'd be so mad at you. Oh,
1: that's what I was typing up on my laptop. No, you were
0: not. No, you were not.
2: I'm
0: just kidding. Oh my god, that's not funny. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Here, I'm gonna do you. For those strangers sitting on the couch right now those who don't know you wrote a script for our first live or attempted to write a script for our first live on instagram remember
3: yeah
1: and
0: i crushed that shit i did not like that
1: well yeah it, was, <laughs> it wasn't a script it was just talking points it was just <laughs> talking- bullet points that way just reminders to make sure Robbie starts there's writing down there's only three or four things but i i get weird when there's a video <laughs> camera in front of me and i go blank i'm one of those that needs a teleprompter i've got to have it or i just stutter
0: see but like if you and i are talking you don't stutter
1: yeah well it's not being videotaped maybe that's what it is
0: i don't know i think i think it's just See, I think it's you not compartmentalizing. I think it's you worried about the outside feedback. Hmm. So technically right now, this is the rare instance where I'm compartmentalizing and you're not. Because I'm focusing on having a conversation with you, which is why it makes me feel like, fine.
1: That's interesting. I did not consider that. Yeah. Wow, there's, yeah, there's something there.
0: Isn't that neat?
1: so the different modalities whether it's audio recording like in the in the mode of a podcast or video when you're on an Instagram or Facebook live or you know just any other recording or versus you know off-camera and off audio like a a content post or script um, all those different things you know engage a different aspect of our minds and way of thinking and just some science that could go into that yeah it's interesting to think about how those different ways will entice a different reaction or um You know, way way of acting.
0: Well, think about what you socialize with it, or socialize. Is it socialize? Is that the right word? What do you? I think that's the right word. What you like socialize with it or whatever, where it's like, okay, so if if a phone makes you think you have to be on,
2: right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. if
0: there's a phone in front of you nowadays. You have to be on. Someone's on the other end. Something's on the other end. Is it to be on recorded, listening to, videoed, whatever? Like, if there's a phone in your presence and you're looking at it, like, you have to be on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas in, like, when a phone's not there or anything's recording or whatever isn't there, like, you don't have to be on. Like, our brains know that we don't have to perform.
1: Which is so weird when you think about it because who would have thought that just a piece of plastic and metal in our hands... Would make us act a certain way.
0: It would change your brain chemistry. But
1: then we're, you know, totally fine with a real human in front of us, where it should be opposite. When you think about it, it's like the the moment that almost, and not to say that it 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 truly matters, but that instinctively, when you think about it, at least me, you would think that being in front of another living human being that's when you should be most fearful of your, you know, presence or, or you know, performance, if you will, um, because it's it's right there. I mean, talk about instant gratification uh, and criticism. I mean, they're right there and you can read it on their face. Whereas if you're just talking to a piece of plastic in your hand or, you know, a video camera or even just this audio, you know, it's it's crazy to think how...
0: All of a sudden, your brain starts telling you you have to act differently or say different things or visualize strangers on the couch.
1: Exactly.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. So, it's just weird to think how even with as new uh, in in relative terms that all this technology is in the the grand timescale of humankind, we've already adapted our our thoughts, our, our feelings, po- our reactions, perception and, and, yeah, yeah. Our
0: brain chemistry over these little pieces of plastic. Yeah, All of us, not just newborns, not old people, like the entire population. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, maybe there's, there I'm might, curious. yeah, I'm sure there's some guys somewhere. But for the mainstream society. Yeah. For sure. Well, if you took the infants or whatever and you put them somewhere else where they didn't have the phones, like they're not gonna have this same brain chemistry.
1: Yeah.
0: Or they could. That would be a nice science paper. Yeah. But you would have to wait years with children. Yeah. To find out.
1: Wow, um, that is interesting. We'll, we'll probably have to have another uh, episode or two on on that to elaborate some more on that. We'll, we'll have to come back to that.
0: Why would we have to come back to it? Why can't we be on it now? Why? What's up? Are you trying to wrap it up? That's what I'm saying. Like, are you,
1: you are, aren't you? No, I'm just saying, you could talk for hours on that.
0: I mean, I can talk until I don't want to talk anymore. Yeah. Which I could get to. Yeah. I'm actually intrigued right now with just the fact that you and I, in general, do not have very many talks like this, especially at nighttime. We have them during the day. But at nighttime, I pretty much tell you, like, I'm done now.
2: Yeah.
0: And then I'll turn on the TV. And I want to be left alone. Um, so I think it's interesting, like, whenever we do have these talks, it's almost like hanging out with a stranger all over again. Because so I'm like, wait, you have, like, different opinions than me? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> you don't think the exact same way I do? Why not? Like, it's very weird. Yeah. But I also think that, like, having these talks, well, that's why, you know, Reiki was so good for us and Theta Healing was so good for us or whatever as a couple was because, like, these talks are the ones that make me not smash a cup on the ground when you do something stupid, you know? Like, these are the ones where I'm like, oh, but, like, you know, he envisioned strangers on the couch, so, like, I get it, you know? Like, I can <laughs> put the pieces in elsewhere and be like, all right, like, I can see, like, why he would think that. But that allows me to understand you better and, like, that it allows me not to get so mad or whatever, or, you know? Yeah. So that's why it's maybe that's why a divorce rate's so high because people don't take the time nowadays to talk to people. We, we don't talk anymore. We know that. We don't yeah. talk anymore. We look at our phones. We don't have dinners at the kitchen tables anymore. Like, you just are on social media. Um, or Netflix or anything to distract you yeah. pretty much from I mean, society.
1: I would, I would venture out to say that communication is the nuts and bolts of a successful marriage. I mean, I, honest I, communication, honest communication, right? honest communication. I mean, I, I've read, you know, for what it's, for what it's worth and what can be believed. Um, you know, some, some things on. Uh, older couples saying that communication is what got them through uh, seventy years of marriage or, or whatever it was, um, and, and in fact that was actually in our vows to each other is that, uh, or our official okay. Lisa, you know, uh, in the questionnaire. Oh vows, yeah, yeah. We both said this. that communication was key. Yeah. Um, so we have a mutual understanding there, but yeah, I mean, it kind of circles back to being authentic i mean yeah towards the beginning of this is that yeah i mean it's just again you don't do anyone any favors when you're not honest so
0: well i just think it's interesting that you and i like like i said we don't have many of these conversations but when we do they're always meaningful ones and if we don't have talks like this and we were just watching netflix right now like you know what i mean like we're missing like my point is there's it's no surprise why not only relationships between friends or whatever, but, like, you know, marriages and stuff are falling apart it's because now we have all these things that we can squeeze in as fillers and and fill us when we're empty. And, like, before, like, your significant other is – and your family is what fills you when you're empty. And, you know, your religion, God, or and whatnot. Um, so, like, for me, like, what fills me when I'm empty is you, my family. Yeah. The creator, my animals. Like, that's what, you know what I mean? Like, that's what fills me. So if I am filling my time with only Netflix and only social media, I don't need the other things.
1: Right.
0: I don't need to go outside. I don't need to talk to my family. I don't need to hug my dog. I don't need you. I don't need, you know what I mean? Because I got fillers.
1: Yeah. So I know... Before we press record, uh, I know that you had talked about all the various directions that you could go with the podcast and all the different things you could talk about. Um, could you maybe run through a short list of what topics we may encounter uh, in subsequent podcasts?
0: Yes, I can. But again, like when you do, when you when you go, you did it again. Like you go back <laughs> to like, you go back to like a a. a spokesperson on here like I don't understand why you keep doing that it's driving me crazy um okay yes Tom I can (laughs) (laughs) that's what it feels like um no I was just saying like there's you know I with uh, I don't know if you want me to do it your way I totally can I just feel like it's a little different than what I'm doing like does does it bother you that I'm not doing the way that you're doing it no. Not okay, not. cool. Because I'll let you do the way you're doing it as long as, like, it doesn't bother you that I do mine. No,
1: that's cool. Cool. Alright, sweet. I just want
0: to answer the question. Okay, <laughs> God damn it, Robbie. You look an asshole. Um, so, uh, all things we can talk about. Whale, um, obviously, with the Wellness Center. Um, Costa Rica and stuff. Uh, theta healing, Reiki, yoga, um, our spiritual journey in general, our relationship, um, parenting, uh, my parents, um,
1: I know you know some pretty cool people. You, yeah. You, you got a vast network, so I can only imagine some of the people that you'll want to invite.
0: Scientists, in. um, that's my biggest one. I love my scientists. Um. A lot of my professors that I've had have really influenced me at some point. Um, people, you know, women who own their own companies, um, other yoga people, small business owners, spiritual advisors, um, president of Jackson University. Like, I love him. He's my buddy. Um, all kinds of people and stuff out there. got Yeah, I mean, I just happen to know some pretty cool people, I think.
1: So it sounds like you're going to have a whole lot of fun... Just exploring all sorts of different topics and discussions. So much. I could just go so many directions. You might have to break off and do two, three or five podcast channels.
0: See, that's what the guy whatever was saying. He was saying you're gonna have to like cut off and do different podcasts, but I'm not
1: saying you have to But, I'm but I don't you wanna could. have
0: different po- I wanna have my one podcast. I wanna get on here and talk, and if somebody wants to listen, great. I hope it helps. And if they don't, they don't. I don't know, for me I guess also, honey, I haven't even, like, podcasts in general. I still don't listen to them like I should. I've actually never listened to, like, a full podcast. Like, I've listened to a full pod podcast before, but I've never been like, oh, I love the Waking Up podcast by Sam Harris. Like, I listen to it all the time. Like, no, I don't. I don't listen to any of them all the time. I've listened to two of Sam Harris's. The only other ones that I listen to, honestly, is witty Cummings because she's funny as shit. And I found her on Instagram.
1: Yeah, her stuff is great.
0: Yeah, so I listened to her on Instagram. And then I realized that she was doing a podcast. And then I was like, well, she's doing a podcast. I'm like, that's cool. But, but again, I don't have the podcast things to listen to. I don't have a favorite. I don't... I would. I just didn't know how to get them on my freaking phone this whole time. So I didn't bother. Yeah. Brian kept saying... My older brother... Ryan kept saying that, like, I could listen to pop- he's been listening to him for years. Yeah. And Chaston.
1: Well, it's pretty easy once you learn it. Well, Just that's- sing. Anchor
0: okay. I saw had some on there, so I got excited I can listen to those. Well,
1: it's the Google, uh, music app. Well... It's all in it's, there. Well, I
0: think it's because I also refuse to Google stuff on there. Like, I try to not use anything Google really did, if I can.
1: Well, that's the problem.
0: That is <laughs> the problem. Just, like, Google Docs, whatever, that I don't like using, and
1: Google is, Google like, Fics. infested itself to be uh, the foundation of being human now. Oh,
0: but I don't want to fuck with it, so I don't. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't want to. It's
1: like, if you don't use Google, you're from another planet. It's crazy.
0: I just feel like they have so much already, they don't need mine, too. Like, I just don't want to give them mine.
1: Yeah. I like, don't know. Before Google... I remember Ask Jeeves as a search engine.
0: That's who you had?
1: Well, it's just, it was like a search engine.
0: I I used DuckDuckGo for a long time.
1: i uh, never even heard of that one. What? <laughs>
0: Supposedly, I don't know how true this is. Supposedly, DuckDuckGo was the only one that didn't sell your information. They were like a one, a special one that didn't whatever. I have no idea. So I made all my stuff duck duck go. I always have been very like scared, I guess, of internet listening yeah. to me and watching me or Big Brother or all that kind of stuff. I think I got that from my parents too. <laughs> Just, I'm so worried about everyone doing that, but I always want to stay off the grid and off the radar. Yeah. And uh, but. I know you just like dove in. I don't trust Google Pics. I don't trust Google Docs. I like Microsoft Word.
1: (laughs) Well, I figure if Big Brother was gonna catch me on something, it would have happened years and years ago, so... Oh, yeah? Yeah. I just... uh, I don't know. Uh, At one point I was very conspiracy theory oriented and Got all caught up in that, and
0: I think it's um, a rite of passage. I think I've told you this already.
1: Now I've just kind of uh, if it if it happens, it happens.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I said I no. I'm saying like I think it's a rite of passage to be into that at some point. Yeah, like I think it's everyone's like rite of passage to just be like. The world is pointless.
1: Yeah, I think it's just part of that rebellious stage. Well, it's your age,
0: just being a teenager. I think the only thing that I was like Mer about on doing this Is honestly as soon as I like Not even as soon as I pressed play Probably like 10 minutes in I was like shit we should be recording Like filming it Because the one good thing that I got off that Gary Not one good thing Everything was good But one of the good things I got off of the Gary V one And even off of Whitney Cummings doing it too Was the whole When you decide to do a podcast Record, record it with video, and record it with audio. Yeah. And put the videos on YouTube.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That is, that's supposed to be... So, like, literally 10 minutes in, I was like, no, I should be recording this, too. Like, even though... Or videoing it, too. Like, even though we look retarded on our couch and whatever. But, like, I was like, oh, I should be recording it. Because you're gonna want... Like, well, you're not. You're not gonna want me to put any, any of your stuff anywhere. But... <laughs> You're gonna want, I'm gonna want, like, you know, the video of my first attempt at a podcast on the couch. I don't know.
1: Well, we'll just record the rest of them from here on out. And then whenever we get big and famous, we'll just have someone do a claymation of this first one.
0: Oh my God, Robbie, what is you and the claymations? <laughs> no, I don't want to do claymation.
1: <laughs> All right, so to wrap this puppy up, um, I think the the overall question at hand was whether or not we should, or you should, Mackenzie, do a podcast. So, after all of this, what are your thoughts and and do you think pursuing a podcast is for you?
0: Well, since we're going to wrap this puppy up, I, uh, I mean, at this point, like, I don't know, I think we did okay, so... I think it was probably wasn't a bad first rap, so, yeah, why not, dude? Why not? We'll do one. Or I'll do one, or whatever. We'll do it,
3: We'll do it.
1: Awesome. Well, I can't wait to see what other topics and interesting discussions we get into on this, and uh, interesting people we may come to meet and interview.
0: I think it could be pretty exciting. I don't know. I think it would be pretty cool. Yeah all right well there you have it guys we have officially decided well i guess i have officially decided to start a podcast um i hope you guys enjoyed robbie and i's wonderful banter and discussion on this and uh i look forward to hearing some feedback and putting another one out there sometime soon
1: and we apologize for the sound quality uh Yeah, we
0: didn't really realize until halfway through there, or more than halfway through there, that uh, we should probably both be close to the mic on that one.
1: Yeah, I was positioned uh, a little further away than Mackenzie was, so...
0: So if I feel like I'm yelling at you for the majority of this podcast, I probably was.
1: Yeah, but uh, we will do a better job in the future, so stay tuned.
3: Thanks, guys. If a stranger came up to us and wanted to know more about us, what would they want to know? (laughs) Okay. What would they want to know? If they saw you, just what do you think? If they saw us, what do you think they'd want to know? Why
2: are you asking this?
3: That's not a very good story question. Why not? Because that opens a door to a
2: lot of yeah, fucking shit.
0: I don't get to.
3: How about
2: if somebody story. came up and looked at you? What do you think the first thing they would say that they didn't like about your looks?
0: No, There's a starter not, question. Well, or, like, what would they no. think about you in general? What it's
1: would they want to know? The, the long road you've had to get to where you are today.
2: They wouldn't know where we were today if they just came up out of nowhere.
3: Nope. Yep. But I think people look at us just strangers and they're like, what an interesting couple. I over don't there. care. You see what's funny? Listen, <laughs>
2: why they look at us okay. and what they think.
3: Here's what's I funny, though. I don't care at all. I know, and I think that's cool.
2: They could freaking. But, yeah.
3: but I think that's cool that he has that attitude.
0: Yeah. Because I have that
3: attitude too no you don't. The perspective. No you don't, Mom. Yes
0: I do. Mom sorry, you 100 percent do not have that attitude. Yes I do. I really do. Really? The woman who constantly hushes us in public and tells
2: us. Shh. Someone's gonna hear you talking. You're too loud. You're too loud. Really, You're not Mom? supposed to stand over that line. Why did you get in that right of the road? Didn't you give more room? Why didn't you walk out of us. their way? God, you bumped that lady and you didn't even say excuse me. Oh my God. You, know, you grabbed that thing right off the shelf before she was gonna grab yeah. it. <laughs> right. You
3: don't care at all. You know what that is? Uh,
2: paranoid? No. Craziness?
3: That's, that's my mother trying to teach you manners. That's your mother going
2: through you to me? Your mother, like is, your mother, that. i ac- Your mom is accessing me through you?
3: I'm just a mom. Because she haunts me. I'm a mom, and I'm trying to mom you, and I probably shouldn't do that. Oh, Aw, you know you shouldn't but do it. Go- <laughs> probably, that. but I'm guess what? Because my, my mom does that to my dad, annoying, and it drives him fucking nuts. I see it. But. <laughs> but.
2: I see it. But
3: you're I can't so, help it. You're so much, you, you got, like, all this, like, potential when i see you throw <laughs> trash on the ground yeah, so it much fucking potential. pisses me off i pissed her off too she picks it up just like i would
2: i you didn't throw it the on the ground i set it neatly next to somewhere where there should have been a trash can but there wasn't if i own that business i would have several cl- trash cans, trash cans yeah. all yeah. without all over the damn place right. so when somebody's done I, with something I, they I throw it away there was not a trash can literally, on the property
0: oh literally Listen, no excuse. That's
3: you no know trash cans that's on a the property. Do you know that? That is the stuff that I do. And I'm sorry. But that I is just do the it. not kind of mom
0: that you do. I
2: like that's the true. fiberglass alligator. That's, that's allowed. How much is a big alligator? The one nice. was 11 feet long.
0: Why is that allowed? It was so light. anybody or controlling them, that's more of like, don't fucking throw your trash around because that's rude. That's different.
2: Nobody's Two th- different th- levels. You, you know what's throwing around is?
3: something that someone overhears that could be offensive?
0: That is their problem. That is not our problem. Well, if they don't like it, they can look away or plug their ears. All right. Well, yes, I do. Mom. Why are you messing but, with but, my
3: phone? But I still think that was a good question. Don't touch my phone! What are because you
2: doing? Why are you recording us?
3: <laughs> I got a question for Robbie. Okay. Robbie, you met don't us. Touch it. I think you came over don't to gra- Grandma's it. farm. I never went to the farm. <laughs> you never went to
0: the farm.
2: Never went to the farm. <laughs> Put it. I don't think, Dude, we uh, never went huh? to the farm, Dad, Dad. Don't press play,
0: No, Mom, he's gonna press play. Mom, Mom wait, is he's pressing play. Wait, John.
3: <clears throat> he won't remember. <throat> but so, God damn it, John. Recording. Oh, fucking game. turn that off. <laughs> 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 See, you stupid.